Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. It's Thursday, October 5th. All day. I'm sitting here waiting for a repairman to show up. I told you, you should just let me do this. I could have taken care <laughs> of it. You don't know how to do that stuff. Jesus. So, so is he now is he coming between... 6.30 and 7.30. But it it's, was originally... It's 5 after 7. He was supposed to be here at 5.30. Okay. So I got my wife is downstairs waiting for him. Oh, and she looks happy, too. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's not. <laughs> so it, it's week, week five in the NFL and fantasy season. How are you doing in your leagues? Not good. I know. We'll get to well, that when I'm, we start I'm to winning, lose. but... but I'm, not for long. I'm not for long. <laughs> and, That's what uh, the NFL stands for. <laughs> not for long. So it's... Got a lot of stuff going on this weekend. News and notes, as always, your week five news about what you need to know for your starting lineups this week. Can we not talk about Delvin Cook, though? <laughs> we have must-starts and don't-bothers that will coincide with beat the hosts. We had to call up a, a last-year participant this week because oh, I had to put him in this we're place. doing on what well, we're doing Thursday this week, and the person that was going to be on couldn't do it until Friday or Saturday. So. Well, you know how those Chicago guys are. Yeah, exactly. That's all. Busy watching. You can never count on them. Must be a Blackhawks game or something tonight because yeah. they don't have any football teams down there. Uh, for sure, check out the website, mycfl.com. Got all kinds of new stuff that's going to be, you're going to hear about when we get to the news that, that's up there for you to see. And then uh, you got questions, comments, concerns. You want to take part and beat the host? Send us an email, cffpodcast at hotmail.com, or you can get Dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. We got a lot to talk about because something happened this week about my favorite quarterback. You ready for that? I cannot wait. Cam Newton? <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait. Should we get to the news? Let's get this done with. Yes, let's get All right, here we go. I'm always on the right side. But, you know, I'm thinking that we just may have to turn the siren into a surgery room sounder from now on. I tell you. Tons of injuries this week and some injuries that cost you players. I I may not have a team. (laughs) I know you don't have any running backs. You have one guy left. And, you had and, all he's these bound, and he's bound to get hurt. I mean, <laughs> yeah, because he's the one that's always hurt. Exactly. You had three studs, and you're down to the one guy that always gets hurt every year. Yep. Start with start off right away. Get it over with. Viking running back Dalvin Cook. Oh, rip that bandaid. Went under surgery. Went went into surgery Tuesday. He's going to miss the remainder of the season with a completely torn ACL. I do want to say to any listeners out there, <clears throat> Brian. Delvin Cook will be a stud next year. Yeah, I, I'm I, actually looking into making a, trying to make a deal with you on that. You think so? I don't know if I have enough to get him off of you, but uh, we'll try. We'll see what I can do. Okay. But, Cook's running buddy, Derek McKinnon, also suffered an ankle injury in the same game last week. 
This makes those people who have Latavius Murray extremely happy. But hold off. As you find out don't bothers and must starts, you may not want to play him this weekend. <laughs> um, he's the next guy in line. Latavius Murray behind. McKinnon and Cook. Julio Jones injured his hip last week, but he says it should not keep him from playing this weekend. If you have Julio Jones, you starting him? Actually, you're not going to have to. I don't. He's not going to play this weekend. But he could if he would. If he could, okay. They are off. Raiders quarterback Derek Carr suffered a transverse process fracture in his back. He's expected to lose four to six weeks of action. There goes the Super Bowl again. Can throw away that ticket. E.J. Manuel is going to be the starting quarterback while Carr is on the sidelines. Oh boy, oh, that's man. not good. That, yeah. My guy, Marcus Mariota, suffered a hamstring strain, and he's listed as week-to-week. Um, who's his name going to probably be playing this you week? You said uh, Matt Castle? Matt Castle. Wow. It's, it's really that bad because I actually I got to be honest with you. I gotta you were going to start him? I actually had <laughs> Mariota starting. Today. Oh, boy. So I'll have to switch well, that around. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, Ty Montgomery broke a few ribs in his body. But he says he wants to play this weekend against the Cowboys. Are you going to rest him, or are you going to start him if you're the coach? If I was the coach, I'd I'd rest him. Because uh, I heard Jamal Williams took part full part in practice. I think Jamal. I mean, let it go. Let Let's go with the rookies. Yep. Plus, I have Aaron Jones in the league. <laughs> Jamal that, Williams that and Aaron to, Jones. I need to start him. Plus, they said Ty Montgomery also took full part in practice. But I just. Do you think it's a wise idea to play him, or um, do I think it's a wise idea to play him? They're not th- not th- with many broken ribs. No, I don't think that's a good idea. They're three and one. Yes, that's true. And uh, it's like they can probably do without him, right? I I I guess maybe if this was uh, probably an AFC game, maybe then I've been a, a you little for sure. Let him th- sit. Then I would let him sit. I guess. Yeah. Um, another. Big-time rookie running back Chris Carson for the Seattle Seahawks. Done for the season after breaking the lower part of his leg. Ouch. His teammate C.J. Procise also injured an ankle during the game. Um, You, did you see that injury? No. You don't want to. (laughs) It was not good. They actually showed it, and then when they got done showing it, they said, oh, yeah, we probably shouldn't have shown that. Now, not you know. Now I you're going to look. For I it. have to watch it now. Crybaby wide receiver for the Giants, Odell Beckham suffered a dislocated finger, and this is one of the extra special things that I have for you this week. Okay. On the website, the front page, right next to the this, the right side of the logo on the front page, they have a picture of the moment when Odell Beckham dislocated his finger. It's amazing. Is it? Oh yeah. Um. So once a website's updated, take a look at that. Um, no one knows when this guy will be back in action because he also retweaked his ankle um, or when he'll be catching balls during the game, during game action, rather than making amazing catches during practice. You know, if only he could play like he practices. Packer wide receiver Devontae Adams suffered a horrendous hit in last week's game against the Bears. Thank God. The NFL is all about really standing up to ending violent hits in the NFL. Thank God the Bears defensive back Danny Trevathan was suspended two games for the cheap-ass hit he put on Adams. Wait, what? Are you bitter? What? 
He had his suspension reduced by a game by the NFL? Oh, so much for the NFL wanting to stop dangerous plays. Oh, that looks like it hurt. What? I'm just watching the Chris Carson. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky has been named starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears after the ineffectiveness of Mike Glennon. All the Bears need now to do is uh, get him some receivers to throw to. And that's going to be Monday night against the Vikings. Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell, don't call him Mitch. <laughs> All you Ezekiel Elliott fans are once again sitting on pins and needles as a three-judge panel from the Fifth Circus of Appeals Circus. looks over the NFL's case. They are thought to be making a decision as early as next week during the Cowboys' bye week. What do you think is going to happen? I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be. I'm going to tell you this, and this is not just me not liking Ezekiel Elliott. They have nothing they can do unless they're just going to do their liberal, make their own rules type thing. But they have nothing they can do because the NFL player pact or whatever the league union agreement, rock solid, ironclad, and it gives the commissioner the right to make any decision he wants. So you think he's done? Six weeks done. Starting after the bye week. You think it starts after the bye week? Well, it depends when they come down with the ruling. Okay. Um, I'm wondering if the NFL is still loving their foolish idea of having not one, but two teams in L.A. This week prior to the Rams matchup in L.A. against the Seahawks, Todd Gurley said the following on the Rich Eisen show. Please come to our games. Please come to our games. Now, is that something a player should have to do in one of the largest cities in America in order to get football fans to attend the game? Well, and and why wouldn't you go see the Rams? I think the Rams look fun. They're young and fun. and Yeah. Uh, they have to, they've else, got but... horrible uniform choices. But Well, yeah. Did you but... see what they wore last week? No. They wore their blue and gold jerseys and the blue and white helmets. Well, don't they have to do that? I thought you can only wear one helmet now. Well, right, but... They could put the gold stickers on it when they're wearing the blue and gold jerseys. You know, the newer the newer Ram jersey. Stickers are really expensive, Dave. Yeah. This is something that every fantasy owner loves to see. Melvin Gordon is, in his own words, super frustrated, saying he wants to ball more after last week's 22 yards on 10 carry performance. He should get well this weekend as he faces off against the Giants who ranked 28th against a rush. I like it when players are pissed off that they're not getting enough action. I think when it comes to running backs, I think you have to give them the ball, though, to get them all lathered up, as some people say. Well, you know, I did make a big pickup this week. I can't remember his name. (laughs) I think he's a rookie, charger running back. Somebody out there will know. (laughs) But I had to get rid of Capri Bibbs, and I heard some stuff about this Guy for the Chargers was Kareem Kareem free agent. Was he a free agent? Yes, he was. Okay, that's he's available for you. Okay. (laughs) And speaking of the Chargers, this is another picture I have on the website. This is on the left side of the logo on the front page. Do you see that the Chargers are now tarping off seats in their huge twenty-seven thousand seat stadium? Picture is on the website mycfl.com. Check it out. It's not good. (laughs) (laughs) With the injury to Dalvin Cook. The Vikings have brought in free agent running back Stephen Ridley. You going to be picking him up anytime soon? Wasn't I thought he was in Detroit. Nope, they Obviously signed they, him. Okay. And finally, I think this is my last story. 
Do I really have it covering three pages? I do. <laughs> Cam Newton's in the news, people. Yay. That's right. He was in a press conference this week and a female reporter at asked him a question regarding Devin Funches and his route running, to which Newton responded with, while chuckling and his hat on not proper. <laughs> I think it's funny, a female asking about routes. Of course, now every sports talking head is just out of their mind with Newton's apparent sexism. Where are you on this? Well, I think you know where I'm at on this. You think it's foolishness? I think it's stupid. Not not on Cam Newton's part. On, on, on the fact that people are up in arms over this. I don't think he was a dick about it. I think he literally was kind of thought it was kind of cute and funny that. Now I, I'm letting you say your piece first because you know that once I say something, it's all that needs to be said, right? Okay, that's right. Want to know what I think? You agree with me. We need to stop jumping the gun so quickly. Oh, we need to listen to what's being said and how it was being said. In other words, the context of what was being said. You are not on Cam Newton's side. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I am, <laughs> if, if if there's a middle of the road, I'm middle of the road a little bit to Cam Newton's side. And we'll get to that. Can we get the producer to mark the <laughs> tape on this one? I find it funny how no one got all up in arms until later on after Cam Newton said this comment. You know, that no one, when everyone decided that, hey, wait, we're supposed to be outraged about what Cam Newton said. Right. Kind of like, remember back in the day when Rush Limbaugh was on ESPN's um, NFL Sunday with uh, with fat-ass Chris Berman and Tom Jackson? Do you remember that? Yeah. He was on for like three weeks. And they asked a question about, is like Donovan McNabb an MVP-type quarterback? And Rush said that he's not, that he's not good enough, but the NFL is going to make him good a great quarterback because they're going to prop him up because they want to see a black quarterback succeed in the league, even though McNabb wasn't that great of a quarterback. Right. Well, I thought he was Fat-ass Boomer Jack, Boomer and Tom Jackson. Boomer Jackson. Boomer. Um, both chuckled during the show while he was saying those comments. Right. Never said a word. And then... Hour or so later after the show, they were back on all distraught and angry about the supposed racist comments of Rush Limbaugh, even though what he said was 100% true and proven out later that season. And he and it wasn't, yeah. And this is what, what I'm going to let you know. And I believe, I'm shocked that you're on Cam Newton's side. As with Cam Newton's comments, kind of the same thing. Makes the comments, everything's fine until all the liberal reporters and everybody else leave the room and start talking to each other and say, hey, did you hear what he said? Are we supposed to be upset about yeah, that? Should we be upset about this? You know, it takes liberals a long time to figure that stuff out. <laughs> because, you know, are we supposed to be upset and rankled about this? So, you know, they have so many groups that they have to try and well, they gotta figure, keep straight. Right, exactly. And figure out which ones are more important than the other, you know. And, Who did we offend then? Exactly. <laughs> in Cam Newton's case, they have a black quarterback, which is the top of the heap mostly in NFL. Right. Black quarterback who's supposed to be amazing. And then you have the other top of the heap, which is a female reporter in a man's game. Right? Right. Got to let him in the locker rooms. Well, I, I, let me just stop you for a second. Okay. 
Cam totally made this. I, I don't think there was anything wrong with what he said. Now, let's go back to, boy, a time when Bill Parcells went off. On She'll a, be fine. Well, on a question of, um, no, that too. But, <laughs> but when a reporter asked him a question, a legitimate question, and he went off on him. Yeah. Why? Why is that okay? Because it was Mike a, Ditka did the same I thing. Mean, I think that is worse than what Cam Newton said to this lady. I don't think he meant any harm by it. Right. It'd be like me talking to you, Dave, about photos and. Well, and this is this is my thing too because that, that, that I'm amazed that you bring that up because I have this. I was thinking about this today too. It's like when have we all become so freaking sensitive, oversensitive? You know, it, it. I'm a six foot four, two hundred eighty five pound, fifty year old white guy. <clears throat> two hundred eighty five pound, fifty year old guy. <laughs> Do you know how many times people react the same way that Cam Newton did to that reporter when I mentioned that um, Taylor Swift is a lyrical genius, or when I say, "See, even you're doing it," <laughs> or when I say Hanson is our musical geniuses. Don't forget. Who did we? Who did you go see? Taylor Hicks. Taylor Hicks. One of the one of the. If it wasn't for Carrie Underwood, one of the best American Idol winners. <laughs> I mean, should I be all up in arms about that when everybody chuckles at me? You're almost causing same... Wayne to drive off the road right now. You know that. <laughs> this is a this is a result of the whole millennial age, a huge collection of snowflakes that are all delicate, special, and cannot bear to be treated poorly. I, I don't know who said this, but somebody said this once, and I totally agree with it. The worst thing you can do in the world right now is offend somebody. Oh yeah, they they uh, as long as they're unless they're in their private in their private space or right. their safe space. Yeah. Now it's enough time on Cam's side. Yeah. Oh, now we're gonna go. Now we're gonna go little off of the fence. Oh, I don't like this now, Dave. <laughs> Let's stay back right where. Well, we Well, this isn't that bad. I mean, because when you get right down to it. What do you expect from Cam Newton? Seriously. The guy's a clown. Plain and simple. He spends a majority of pregame warm-ups dancing around like a clown in a club. Yeah, yeah. He stands in front of the microphone dressed like a clown every weekend after the game. He scored a touchdown last week. God, I wish we could have stopped this. He scored a touchdown last week, and what did he do? Put his fist up in the air. And then afterwards, he said... That he did it as a black power statement. That's right. Like a clown. So are you really surprised that like a clown, he said something that may sound a little insensitive? Does that really surprise anyone? Even though, I'm going to tell you, there was nothing wrong with what he said. Right. He was just kind of like, because I would say the same thing. (laughs) I I can't believe a a woman's asking about routes, even the way he said it. You know, it's like. When somebody says something that you don't expect them to say, right? I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. If it kind of like hits you in a little funny bone, it's not insensitive. It's not sexist. It's not racist. Even for Cam Newton, well, that'd be like your wife talking to you right now about football. You'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, what? You, what? You don't know what you're talking <laughs> about, exactly. <laughs> and you wouldn't mean anything by it in a mean way, right? You just don't think your wife would know anything. And speaking of people that don't know anything about football, Uh-oh. should we get into uh, Beat the Host? Sure, let's do this. And get our uh, 
get our win, go five and zero, get our easy victory under our belt. Hold on, let me knock on wood. <laughs> five and zero, baby. All right, let me let me get let me get our guy. It's time once again for beat the host, our weekly excursion into making ourselves look good because no one seems to be able to beat us. I know we're un, we're undefeated, four and zero. We are basically the New England Patriots of a few years ago. That's right. But it, does that it, mean we're getting too cocky? Probably. Okay. We're probably going to lose this week uh, because we are. Oh, we I have, don't think so. Not this week. <laughs> we got <laughs> another cupcake out there. <laughs> Actually, we have we have a reboot from last year. One of one of the few winners from last year. On the phone with us is Dave. Dave, how you doing? Hi, boys. You doing all right? I'm doing great. So. I know you did this with us last year, and we're having you on because you know we're doing the show on a Thursday night, and the other person that was going to do it wasn't able to do it tonight, so we brought in a a ringer, a a, a ringer, or not a ringer, a uh, a reboot or a a retread, retread. There we go. Truck yeah, drivers yeah. like retreads. We like retreads better. So I'm gonna go over the rules just for everybody on that's listening, and you know for you so that you remember what's going on. So as always, it's beat the host. Your chance to build your own fantasy football team for one week and see if you can beat myself and Dan. And uh, if you want people out there, if you want a chance to do this, some weeks available yet, email us, cffpodcast at hotmail.com or, or Dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. I did that for you. Thank you. I, was I know you're busy. getting your players ready. <laughs> so this is the way it works. You're going you're gonna to have your chance to pick your position that you want to start with. We're going to give you the first pick since you are the guest, and you will take a player at that position, and Dan and I will take a player at that position, and we'll go around the table and continue one running back, one quarterback, one wide receiver, one tight end. You get six points for every touchdown, one point for every 10 yards of... Yada, yada, yada. Let's go. Okay, all right. Let's take and, this guy um, out. <laughs> and then as we do this, um, depending on what position you go, we'll go give you some more must starts and don't bothers for that position so you know what to do this weekend. Does everything make sense? Yeah. I have to do this because rules on, on these things are, are very strict. I know I know our attorneys would be upset. <laughs> and if you win, and that's a mighty big if, you will get your very own Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast t-shirt and a signed autograph picture or an autograph picture. He has one of those already, though. <laughs> he doesn't need another well, one. Well, he can have two. One for both I cars. Another one. The, uh, the one I currently <laughs> have is uh, full of dart holes. <laughs> All right, so it's up to you. You're going to tell me what position you want to pick from first. I will foolishly not go with a tight end first. Yeah, that didn't work very well last week for our caller. No, I'm going quarterback. Going quarterback. Now I'll take Aaron Rodgers, the GOAT. <laughs> oh, please. Aaron Rodgers. Just got to start right the away. Goat. Dan? You can have second pick. Well, it's a no-brainer for me. I'm going with the actual GOAT, Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers is already taken. No, Tom Brady. Tom Brady? Wow. So you're going with tonight, which leaves me with me. And I have two guys on my list. One is one of my must-starts. Actually, both of them are my must-starts. But I'm going to go with something that's just going to floor you. Oh, God. I'm going Jameis Winston. Wow. Jameis. Oh, you're making this too easy. <laughs> Jameis Winston. Here's the rest of the must-starts. Like I said, Jameis Winston is one of mine. 
You know, when was the last time you heard someone say the Patriots' defense is simply awful? Well, they the are. Patriots' defense is awful. Even though they signed a huge <laughs> free agent this summer. and They're surrendering 456 yards per game and the most passing yards per game at 324. They have given up the most fantasy points to quarterbacks at 27 per game. You give me Jameis Winston this week, he belongs on your starting lineup like he belongs on mine. Also, the other guy I was looking at, Ben Roethlisberger against Jacksonville. Yes, the Jaguars have allowed the fewest fantasy points so far this year. Um, However, their defense has really only faced one quality signal caller, and that's Marcus Mariota. And he got injured, didn't he? Yes. Roethlisberger has averaged just about 24 fantasy points per game in his last 21 starts at Heinz Field. He may be old and slow, but you want this guy in the field for you this weekend. And finally, Carson Wentz against Arizona. He's not been amazing in the last two starts. However, this week he goes against the Cardinal defense that has allowed two quarterbacks similar in talent to Wentz to score 22-plus fantasy points. Any must-starts for you? I have two. I'm, I got one is Matthew Stafford against Carolina. I think Carolina played their game of their life last week. Oh, yeah? Um, and they obviously didn't stop Brady, even though they did win the game. <laughs> um, I think Stafford loves to throw the ball around. Okay. So I think he's a, a must-start. Um, this one's going to be the surprising one for, for me, or for you. For me? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers? No. I'm going way off the board. I'm going Jacoby Brissett. Well, they're playing. Who, wait, no, who? Are, they're playing San Francisco in Indy. Ooh, I, I just got a feeling he's gonna. Are you okay there, Dave? Is there a Yeti in the in the background that's attacking you? Hello? No. no? Okay. All right. So Jacoby percent. <laughs> don't bother for me this week. My don't bother of the week: Cam Newton versus Detroit. Not only did he, did he put his slipper-wearing foot in his dumbass mouth this week during a press conference where he berated a woman, I, I wonder if there's going to be some the same treatment for him that President Trump got when he was talking about Carly Fiorina. Hmm. Hmm. Anyways, he's going into a week where he has averaged a mere 11 points in his first three starts. We are throwing out the game against New England because, well, they're horrendous defense. Right. Keep... Cam Newton on your bench. And my other don't start this week, Tyler Tyrod Taylor against Cincinnati. Been not been consistent so far this season, and this week he faces a defense that is loud, an average of only one hundred and eighty five passing yards and fourteen fantasy points at quarterbacks. Plus, Jordan Matthews will not be available to run routes this week. Not a good sign. Don't bother for you. I just have one. Jared Goff taking on Seattle. Ooh. You think it's going to be the end of the golf uh, point train? I just got to believe Seattle's defense. I know they lost uh, Cliff Averill last week. He's talking about retiring. That's what I heard. That's not good. That's not a good sign. <laughs> so I just I think Seattle's defense is going to be too tough for Goff. I think it's. I think he's playing well. Just not going to be able to play that well this week. There you go. Your your must starts and don't bother is a quarterback. You know, and obviously not counting the Tom Brady's and Aaron Rodgers, the obvious ones. So going to move us to Dan. You get second pick. Oh, Position? No-brainer here. I'm going running back. Running back for Dan is? Ezekiel Elliott. You're going oh. against the Packer amazing run defense. That's right. It's okay. so amazing. 
Dave, you can have the second pick. Who would you like? Um, I think I'm going to go with Todd Gurley, the guy Damn. that beat me last week. Damn you. Wow. When did everybody get on the Todd Gurley bandwagon? Ever since he crushed for me last week. It was the only reason we won. <laughs> Todd Gurley for Dave, which leaves me with my guy. Do I go? Yeah, yeah. Do I go big man or do I go a little bit obscure? Obscure. <laughs> we're, we're he gonna, wants that new. He wants that autograph picture. I'm going with Carlos Hyde, my must-start running back of the weekend. Whoa, Carlos Hyde! Wow, this is your chance to get him into your starting lineup and actually feel pretty comfortable about it. The Colts have given up five touchdowns and more than 29 PPR points to running backs this year. Carlos Hyde is the man. Oh, wow. I also like, you're going to love this one, Aaron Jones against Dallas. Ty Montgomery may play this week, but even if he does, we're talking about multiple broken ribs. Aaron Jones is going to get the most out of carries for the Packers. He'll be going against a Dallas defense that has surrendered 28 PPR points per game to running backs. Jones should be a serious flex option for you this weekend. Must starts at running back? I have two. I'm going with Blau Powell. Taking on Cleveland in Cleveland. Okay. And my guy, Joe Mixon. The the thumper. The thumper. The the puncher. Well the, the chin breaker. Yeah, he I guess he did do that. <laughs> yeah, didn't he? <laughs> don't bother for me. Even though the guy is out for the season, you don't want Latavius Murray this week. Uh Murray is the next man up this week, but He's going against the Bears defense that has been tough on backs this year, only giving up 81 rush yards and the sixth fewest PPR points per game this year. I didn't realize that they were that good against the run. Really? Yeah. And the other guy, keep on your bench, Eddie Lacy against the Rams. He's made a lot of teams this week, you know, after the loss of Chris Carson. A lot of guys picked him up off the waiver wire. Um, But beware. There's a lot of running backs in Seattle. And none of them are, any are, are worse than <laughs> Eddie Lacy. And that includes J.D. McKissick. Your don't bothers? Okay, I just have one. Okay. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt against Arizona. Okay. I agree with you. Carson Wentz is going to have a big game. Yes. I, I just I don't think Philly likes any of their running backs. Right and now. the short yardage back ain't going to do it again right. this week. <laughs> Which which brings me to me, and I like me some me. I'm going to go wide receiver, and I'm going Stefan Diggs, Minnesota Vikings. It's my pick. Wow, are you? You're just praying that I just take care of this. For no, us. I, I'm I'm going to show you how I'm going to crush your talent with exactly okay. my my talent. All right, Dave, who would you like? Dave? Uh-oh. I would like to take uh, <laughs> Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, the crybaby. Yeah. The guy that gets in fights with Gatorade buckets. Well, at least he won. <laughs> <laughs> Did he, though? <laughs> Dan, who would you want? I'm I'm taking Mike Evans. I'm going... I'm going with you. I think Winston's going to be throwing the ball everywhere. And the horrible Patriot defense. Right. Other must-starts for me, Devontae Parker versus Tennessee. 
Tennessee has dropped mightily on defense this year, allowing eight touchdowns and the second most PPR points wide receivers. And also, here's my guy Stefan Diggs against Chicago. A coming out party for Diggs this weekend, that's what I'm telling you. The Bears' defense ranks 12th in PPR points wide receiver, and they have given up the second most touchdown to slot receivers, which means you might also want to consider Adam Thielen this week. Okay. Your must starts? Um, T.Y. Hilton, obviously I'm a big J- Jacoby Brissett fan this week. Yes. Um, and then also Chris Hogan for the Patriots. <laughs> you got a lot of stuff going tonight. I, I do. <laughs> my, my don't bothers for me. I just have two. Amari Cooper against Baltimore. Derek Carr is out four to six weeks, and E.J. Manuel is not striking fear into any defense in the league right now. The Ravens have given up the third fewest PPR points to receivers and only eight points per game to number one receivers. And finally, Eric Decker against Miami. Remember the days when Decker was one of the better red zone receivers in the NFL? Well... Now he just has a hot wife. <laughs> He's averaging five targets per game and zero touchdowns. Add to that the fact that the Dolphins' defense have given up only two touchdowns to wideouts, and you may just want to give Decker the week off. By the way, did I mention Matt Castle may be starting for the Tennessee Titans? No. That's not good. That's not a good sign. Your don't bother is a tight end or a wide what- receiver? I'm going with Kelvin Benjamin. I don't think he can have two 100-yard games <laughs> well, in a row. He's, he knows how to run routes, though. <laughs> that's right. Oh, wait, no, that's Devin Funches. That's Devin Funches. That's fun. <laughs> um, and then this is your guy that you're going to, I'm sure, play in your podcast league. Okay. Martavius Bryant. Yes, the man. Yeah, I just don't, I don't think there's going to be enough balls being thrown. I think Jacksonville's defense is going to be way too tough. Okay, well, you better be right. Well, here we go. This Dave, you get the final pick, and it's going to be tight end. And we don't yeah, have I'm any going. must starts and don't bothers at tight end, so you don't I'm have going to. With, uh, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Because Carson's winging it. Okay, Dan. Well, I oh boy. <laughs> don't go with Gronk. I'm not going with Gronk. He's not playing. <laughs> I boy, I think I have to go with. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. Wow, you guys, that's going to be easy. (laughs) (laughs) Which leaves me, man, I thought I was going to have this an easy choice because I thought you were going to take the other guy. Do I go Travis Kelsey or do I go Charles Clay and ride the Clay wagon one more time? Charles. We're going Travis Kelsey. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's our teams for this week. Dave, you're stuck with Aaron Rodgers, Todd Gurley. Mike Evans and Zach Ertz. I have Mike Evans. Oh, wait. I got that wrong. Thank you. Um, You have Antonio Brown. Yeah. And then Zach Ertz. Dan? Brady. You have Brady. Ezekiel Elliott. Mike Evans and Jimmy Graham. And then me, I have Jameis Winston, Carlos Hyde, Stefan Diggs, Travis Kelsey, the high-scoring team of the week. You feeling lucky, Dave? Oh, yeah. Dave, I feel like a lunch bed should be coming up between you, me, and and, and Dave on this one. I agree. We inside that. Okay, well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck this week, and um, 
Well, I mean, not too much luck, but good luck. All right. We'll know a lot to, uh, after tonight. That's right. Have a good week. All right. Bye. Take care, bye. Ace Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. I got to warn you, Clark. They don't play the same games here as they do at them regular casinos. You know, you know I have this this week. We gotta do this off the air. But. Carlos Hyde, Stefan Diggs, Travis Kelsey, and Jameis Winston. I like your Stefan Diggs one. Yeah, because he's gonna get targeted a ton. Yeah, the Carlos Hyde one worries you. Shocked me. I think. Well, I really wanted Todd Gurley, so that just threw you off. And no, you it, just didn't, had it a- didn't throw me off. Here's here are my top three running backs. I because I had three of each. Okay, I had Todd Gurley, Kareem Hunt. Carlos Hyde. So why didn't you go Kareem Hunt? Eh, make it a little more difficult. Okay. Make it a little more like well, a no more. And you know this week I'm supposed I'm supposed to carry us. Because yes, because we're two and two. Well, we're two and two, but it's it's gone. I won it. You won it. Yep. I won it. You yep. won it. Yep. Yep. Because we we actually need to figure that out because you and you and the guest last week tied. Right. Yeah, we'll we figure out what happens. But to be fair, <laughs> I did get an email from Wayne. Did you? And he and did say congratulations. He said congratulations to both of us yes. for our win. Yes. So technically, I think he's given me the win. Yeah. You had you had the hook. Okay. Speaking well, of hook. Okay, let's do it's this. Time to gamble. Yes. Um. Anybody that listened last week and took our our information made some cash. What do you expect? <laughs> this week, I'm telling you right now, one of my two, either college or pro, I'm going to win the parlay. You're feeling that good. I'm feeling that good. My first game. Can I just bring something up? Sure. Because I know I know how knowledgeable you are. <laughs> I've been hearing a lot okay. lately that they're gonna allow uh, sports betting. Yeah, in in, in the, every state. In every state. Yeah, that'd be spectacular. Nobody well, broke. <laughs> so. In our state, do you think you'd have to go to what Potawatomi or is well, how are they going to no, do no, this? Well, no, no, no. I think there'd probably be an o, like like there's an OTB, okay, like an off track betting for horses. Or can you do it online? Because it would it would be it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be an um, a Native American thing, right? It would be a government thing, okay. No, I shouldn't say it would be like the lottery type thing. I think is how they would run it. So it'd be run by. I'm kind of nervous about it. Because I think I might be broke too. <laughs> well, I don't know the way we're going. We're That's true. I good. should have confidence in myself. Everybody, listen <laughs> my, up. My first game, and again, you could check out how we did last week, and you could check out this week on the website myCFFL.com. I got to tell you, when you look at the when you look at the betting on the website, do the colors come in red and green? Yep. Okay, because my computer at work it's red and gray, so. If you have an apple, you know, sorry. Sorry. But that's probably the way it's going to look. Anyways, my first game this week, L.A. Rams versus Seattle. Right now the Rams are minus one, and I'm taking the Rams. Wow. They may only be 6-8 and eight straight up and 10-14 and 14 against the spread in their last 24 games against the Seahawks. However, the Rams have won three of the last four in this head-to-head series. You think that home crowd is just going to carry them over the edge of... In Seattle? No, it's actually in... It's, it's, is it in Rams? It's in L.A., I believe. Yeah, that those tens of fans that'll be there? <laughs> the tens of hundreds of fans? 
Right now, the Rams are just plain and simple better than the Seahawks. One point is worth taking. Give me the Rams. Boy, that 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 takes some guts. Okay. Um, I'm going. I can't cheat on this one because I heard somebody else say this. Yeah. I am taking the Buccaneers to cover tonight. Ooh, I have the other side of that. Oh, I. Are you going on the theory that? What? Because I, I think it's too many points again for New England's defense. Six points. Yeah. Here's everything you need to know, though. Okay. Patriots are 38-5 and five straight up in their last 43 games coming off a loss as a betting favorite. Wow. See, you, where do you find this stuff? I, I know things. You know things. I do some research. I still say, guys, <laughs> if you want, want to make some money, take my side. Take the Buccaneers in the six. <laughs> I'm also taking the over 56 points. Ooh, I think that's a sucker bet. You do? Yeah. No, oh, I think it's going to light it up. The number two goat's going to probably throw for a lot of points. The number one. <laughs> so my next game. Okay. Oh, wait, I just did yeah, the same one did, you did. So yeah. go ahead with your second. Well, I, I talked about this one earlier, too. Um, I'm taking the the Lions to cover. The three against Carolina. I think Carolina threw it all threw it all out on the line last week. <laughs> they puked it all up. Yep, and I just don't see them having two games like that in a row. Hmm. All right. My next game: Green Bay versus Dallas. Right now, Green Bay is a plus one and a half point underdog, and I'm taking that underdog. There are Packers are a stunning eight and three against the spread in their last eleven games, coming off a win. The Cowboys, on the other hand, they have the second loss of the season. That's something that didn't happen last year until week 14. Dallas is just not good as everybody wants to believe, and Des Bryant is looking really old and really slow. Give me the Packers in the point and a half, and I also love the over in this game, 52 and a half points. Oh, wow. I, I'm actually taking Dallas. I'm sorry. I uh, Dallas has got... Uh, what's the linebacker's name? Irvin, Irving okay. coming off, off his suspension was it? Oh, is that true? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I don't think the third best goat <laughs> is going to do well. <laughs> <laughs> Did, oh, and here's another thing that you probably aren't aware. You realize? Is he gonna st- are you going to stand arm in arm with? No, no. Douchebag no. this no. week too. No. Did you know that in week one, he threw one touchdown pass? In week two, he threw two. In week three, he threw three. And in week four, he threw four touchdown passes. So you're going to try to tell me that he's, he's going to throw five this week. You think so? I guarantee it. Like a book. Make that to the house. and. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next game. My final game this week, Pittsburgh versus Jacksonville. Pittsburgh is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. I simply cannot believe the Steelers are as bad as they're playing right now. I also cannot believe the Jaguars are as good as they're playing right now. I love the Steelers to cover comfortably in this game, and I love the under, 43-and-a-half. Wow. I I couldn't agree more with you. I think Steelers at home are a totally different team. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacksonville's defense is pretty tough. But I just don't think they're gonna be tough enough this week. Yeah. Um, and then I also have Arizona covering or get or yeah covering the six or 
getting the six and a half points, sorry, right. against Philly at Philly. Uh, I still think Philly's going to win the game, but um, and sorry, I'm sounding so weird, but Dave's wife wrote all over my <laughs> all over your bets, and I cannot tell what I had or what I didn't have. Uh, yeah, I have six games. Check it out. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I forgot a couple things about Cam Newton. Okay. Can we go back to that before? If we have to, unless you're talking nice things about Roddy it. Roddy White tweeted support of Cam Newton. Oh, are you going to go to the one guy? Is Roddy the one that doesn't speak English? Who's, does it spe- He speaks that inner city English. <laughs> this is what he said. I knew you were going to say that. Why is people making a fuss about Cam and the woman reporter he laughed? Then answered her question. But it was funny first time for me, too. <laughs> Why is people? And then there's... Uh, I, You're going to get hate mail. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, then, Can we move on to the games? <laughs> that the yogurt company that, that he was, uh, was sponsoring him cut him loose? Oh, my... I Dannon cut him loose. It's we don't need foolishness. Dan. Well, no, we don't need Dan, and we're men. We don't need yogurt. But here's what I'm. It's if I ate yogurt, I wouldn't eat Dan right now. I'm boycotting them for getting rid of Cam Newton. I and I can't stand Cam Newton. I wish you actually liked yogurt, so then that would make me feel like you're actually, <laughs> like actually doing something. Yeah. All right. Enough of that. Okay. Let's go college. College again. No analysis. Just my picks because that's all that matters. I have Louisville tonight. Yep. Minus four and a half against North Carolina State. I do too. I have Georgia minus 18 against Vanderbilt. Ooh, did one touch up. I have Iowa minus 18 and a half against Illinois. Nope. Nope. I have Texas Tech minus 17 and a half against Kansas. Nope. I have Middle Tennessee State. This is degenerate stuff right here. <laughs> Middle Tennessee State minus 10 against Florida International. What's their nickname? They are you the, probably know this. They're the, the um, Blue Raiders, I believe. The Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders. Blue Raiders. Yeah. I knew you would know that. And the Florida International Panthers. <laughs> I have uh, Miami minus three and a half against Florida State. I thought about that. I have TCU minus 13 and a half against the Hillbillies of West Virginia. Or the Mountaineers. Yeah. Mountaineers. yeah. <laughs> and then I have Alabama minus 27. It's the game that scares me against Texas A&M. The Aggies. The Aggies. You know what the A&M stands for? Agriculture and... Mechanical. Mechanical. I, knew I always thought it was agriculture and military, but it's not. Okay. But anyways, okay, your rest of your college game. Okay, like I said, I agreed with Dave on that. I took Louisville covering the four and a half. I'm taking Penn State. I love their offense. Not their uniforms. Not their uniforms. <laughs> Cover, covering the 15 and a half, even though it's in area in Chicago. Um, oh, why did your wife draw all over my... <laughs> I'm this taking... is one of the only parts she listens to. I know, so. exactly. Uh, Florida covering the three and a half against LSU. Okay. Oregon, Just check out the website. Yeah, Oregon State uh, getting the 34, 
34. Against USC. Oh, my, that's, that's just that's, way too many points. That's that's probably a good pick. Uh, I think I have one more. I took Texas A&M to cover. Ooh, you have been getting or, the points. Or uh, taking the points. Yeah, that's probably not a bad pick either. And I don't know why I took Michigan over Michigan State, because this is the game Michigan State usually wins, but I took Michigan. Okay. Ready to look at some girls? Yes. Remember, it's gambling. But only. don't bet any more than you can afford to lose. And it's only gambling if you don't know what you're doing. But to this weekend, I know I've promised this before, but this is the weekend you pay off your house. That's right. Or at least a good part of it. Remember, Dave said <laughs> one of these two college or pro he's yep, gonna... is going to win the parlay. Hopefully it's a college because that's a $900 one. How many games you got on the college? Eight. Eight. One of these days, I'm going to change my parlays up a little bit, even though I might. You're going to start working on that, like last year. Good luck, everybody, and we got to get into the club here. Well, I'm, I'm more on his side than not. Very big of you, you know that, right? Did I get you started? I got to do Jack a Jack and Coke too, or no? no? I I just have a Dr Pepper. Okay, <laughs> but um, <laughs> somebody's got to drive home. <laughs> That's right. I'm I'm the driver. So last week you gave me an, a challenge. Yes, it was no model, no model, and it was somebody over eighteen. No, it was twenty five. I thought or thirty. Somebody over twenty five. Okay, and an actress. Which brings us to. Our fantasy girl of the week. You can check her out on the website mycfl.com. Uh, a couple pages away from the. I should have said to not on that stupid series that you watch, uh, sales or black sales. That's black it. sales. No. Wow. You can check her out on the fantasy girl site. Um, this week we have Ava Mendez. You've always had a thing for her. Oh, dude. <laughs> She was born March 5th, 1974. I can't do math really quick, so I don't know what that... Who's that she makes married her to? She's married to somebody. 43. She's not married. They're just living in sin with kids. Oh, okay. I thought I heard they were married. She's uh, 40... 40... So you almost, like, doubled it. Yeah, she's, she's old. She's an old She's woman. old with kids. <laughs> Huge hips. Huge hips. Born in Miami, Florida. <laughs> She's an American actress, model, singer, and designer. She began acting in the late 90s. Mendez was born to Cuban parents and raised by her mother in the Los Angeles suburb of Glendale after her parents' divorce. Mendez was raised Roman Catholic and at one time even considered becoming a Catholic nun. Oh, that would have been a pity. <laughs> been a waste. Oh, my Lord. She made a career-changing appearance in the movie Training Day in 2001. Since then, she has co-starred co in movies including Too Fast, Too Furious, Ghost Rider, We Own the Night, Stuck on You, Hitch, and the other guys. I don't think I've seen any of those movies. <laughs> Ava began dating her Place Beyond the Pines co-star Ryan Gosling. They have two daughters, Esmeralda Amada, born in September of 2014, and Amada Lee, born in April of 2016. Ava is a pescatarian for both ethical and health reasons. You know what a pescatarian is? 
Dave, I'm a truck driver. What do only, you think? <laughs> only eats fish, I believe, and seafood. I think I'm a pescatarian. Ooh. She also practices trans transcendental meditation for, well, crazy Hollywood reasons. Well, that's Howard Stern, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The five foot six, 124 pound Cuban beauty. 124. 124 pound. Two kids. Two kids. Huge hips. Huge hips. <laughs> Has both brown eyes and brown hair. She wears a size eight dress. You do realize we like, like, I lost all our, <laughs> any female listeners that we had. <laughs> no, we didn't. I mean, they know she has huge hips. She has two kids, for God's sake. <laughs> Let's see. You need a picture where you see everything, don't you? Yep. You know me. Um, 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 um. Anyways, Cuban. Because that's going to. Five foot six. That's going to help. Well, that's going to help you with the hips. Okay. Five foot six. Uh, this is boring for everybody right now. Oh, right there. Which one? Right where you're on. This one? Yep. Okay. Five foot six. Her measurements are. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go. Hang on. Five foot six, 124. So that's going to be easily. Ooh. <laughs> 35B. Oh, terrible. Really? 32C. Those are not C's. I'm telling you. 32C. That picture you just showed me, if that was a C cup, I got some land and... <laughs> it might have been after pregnancy when she was milking or whatever. Okay. That, nursing or whatever. Right, yeah. Okay. 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 Waste. I'm standing by that. I know that. Was, <laughs> okay, waste. So she's had two kids now, so. That comes to the hips. At 24. 25. See? Okay. Hips. 36. 36, exactly right. <laughs> 32C, 25, God, 36. Ava Mendez, everyone, your fantasy girl of the week. Uh, she's old. She's old? She's not a model. Now, what can I do this week? I need a blonde. Okay. I should write this stuff down. Blonde over 30. Blonde. Blonde over 25 TV. Over 25 TV. All right. I'll work on that for you. Okay. That's it this week, everybody. Week well, five. Unless any of our listeners have. Ideas. Yeah. yeah. If you got ideas, you know, let me know. CFFL, CFF podcast. At hotmail.com or dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. Check out the website, mycffl.com. Week five is almost in the books. There's a game tonight, New England and Tampa Bay. I'm going New England. Dan's going Tampa. Oh, yeah. Somebody will have a Somebody's going to win. win a winner tonight. Um, that's it. Till next week. Be good. Bye-bye.